Call America is a history podcast about what makes America great. I'm Carl Joseph Black, a Brooklyn native born into the cult. And I'm Lisa Charlotte, an Australian migrant who totally bought into it from afar. Each episode, we unpack the American way of life from an outsider's perspective, from the Pledge of Allegiance to American exceptionalism and more. We'll dive into the history and share our personal experiences, along with discussion of some actual cults along the way. Listen to Cult America on a Three Springs Media Network, on Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, and welcome to this week's mini episode of That Brooklyn Film Show. We're talking about episode three of Lovecraft Country, episode three called Holy Ghost. And the synopsis is Letty's plan to open a boarding house in a white neighborhood is challenged by racist acts and awakens a dormant spirit. Um, so, Jabari, what were your thoughts on this episode? Yeah, um, I enjoyed this episode very much and the fact that it, to me, felt like a one-off episode in the story. I know it was connected to a bigger overall story, but I like the fact that it was very anthological and that it first episode was um kind of... Uh, getting you into the setting second episode is very cultish this episode was more like a typical haunting house kind of film and i enjoyed that about it uh yeah i agree with you i think now having seen the third episode i kind of get where the show is going in terms of episode structure so it's not going to be like one long story i mean there's like obviously one through line throughout it but it does seem more like it's going to be like anthological i think that's the word anthological episodes um as opposed to all the episodes kind of being more so connected and all of them have a different vibe too yeah. so the first one was like kind of thriller creature horror yeah they um, the monsters yeah the second one was more cultish and this one was more of your haunted house yeah. film and it still had the aspects of racism and um everything but it did feel more like your standard haunted, haunted house, house movie film, yeah. so and i think i like the way they their take on a haunted house house film because mm-hmm. you had like the regular the culture that we got in the last couple of episodes like the 1960s black culture but then you had the haunted house like tropes on top of that like the um seeing the ghost in the basement and having the um her looking at the pictures and all that stuff, the typical haunted house tropes, but with the things that we like about the show on top of it. So I think that's why it was my favorite episode so far. And it didn't push the story. I mean, in, towards the end, we got the story being pushed forward more. Mm-hmm. But for most of the episode, it kind of felt like its own thing. Yeah. And it had that same thing of the, um, who are the real monsters, the ghosts or the white people? And I always enjoyed that storyline. I mean, show. it ended yeah. up being a white ghost. It but... a white ghost that was a true monster. Um, I also like that the ghost in the end weren't like evil ghosts out trying to harm her. How they were kind of just like, they wanted to get out of there. Because mm-hmm. they were murdered there. And they're like, we want to be out of there too because we're stuck here with the person that murdered us. And I think in a lot of movies, it tends to lean on like the ghost is a... Sometimes the ghost is a restless spirit. Other times it's like a demon or something. But yeah. sometimes the ghost will be a restless spirit that needs to be put to rest. And they kind of give you both in this because, again, they give you the ghost that was the um, spirit of the white man that owned the house who you end up finding out was a follower of a person who um, left the Sons of Adam to try and create his own little sex. Yeah. It didn't work out for him, but he was a follower of that man. 
So you still have like that the evil racist in the time it's a ghost, but you also have the ghosts that were people who were experimented on and their spirits are just not at rest and they need to yeah. be put to rest. Um, so I like the fact that you got both of those things. And um, yeah, I also like the fact that you're you're continuing with the other parts of the story as well. So you see Christina again, who is the daughter of the Christina cult leader. Christina Braithwaite, yeah. Um, you see her again, and you see her brand of racism for the yeah. 1960s and everything, being a um, white woman. And then you see the fact that um, Uncle George's wife is having a hard time with coping coping with his death. And it seems like she's blaming um, Atticus. Atticus. Well, I don't know if she's blaming him, but she knows that they're hiding something from her. Yeah, I think she knows, something to and her doesn't that, feel right yeah. about what they told So she's kind of like... Trying to figure out what they're not telling her. I mean, it's mm-hmm. kind of it's a weird thing to tell somebody. It's like, how do you explain to them that your husband was killed by a cult wizard that was trying to reach immortality? Like, yeah, it's kind of hard to explain to someone that's not there in the moment. Yeah. So I can understand why they don't want to tell her the full story, but I mean, look at what happened to Atticus when yeah, um, the uh, Letitia and Uncle George didn't remember the monster. Yeah, they just thought he, he was they, crazy. Yeah, they thought he was crazy. So imagine if they told the aunt. I feel like that she would probably not believe them. I feel like maybe throughout the show things are probably going to happen. Yeah, where she'll figure it out, or they'll end up telling her and she'll believe them. She'll probably she'll see something magical happen seen or it. something. Yeah, but I think it's one of those things until you see it, you just can't believe you, it. It it seems like mm, okay, that doesn't sound right. Like yeah, exactly. saying he was killed by a racist sheriff when he's yeah. going out to write, you know, uh, it makes more sense considering yeah. what his job was. It's mm-hmm. like, but what did she said that we know that you took care of the sheriff. She thinks she thinks that they killed him. I think so. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I also like the, how they're developing Letitia and Atticus's relationship. Yeah. I feel like they tried to make you think that she was one way because of how she dresses. Trying to make it seem like she's fast. But yeah. She, was, she actually was the opposite. Mm hmm. And because she was treated that way, you know, she acted that way, which kind of makes sense when you think back to the last episode when she saw him and then she saw a snake coming out of his pants because it's kind of like forbidden fruit kind of Adam and Eve kind of trope thing. Yeah. Um, So I think that seeing that she wasn't what people were projecting onto her yeah, in this episode. Yeah, because you got that guy in the episode who's like, oh, yeah, we used, to, we used to mess around in the past, if you know what I mean. Yeah. And, I and mean, it's like, well, obviously not, because yeah. she obviously wasn't like that. So it was just an interesting, like, I guess, character trait to add to her, because mm-hmm. they did try to paint her as, like, one way. Yeah. When she wasn't like that at all. Even with, like, the scene where she was dancing with the guy. Yeah, like, exactly. Clearly you're supposed to think, like, oh, you know, she's, yeah, she's. I ain't like he's gonna work fast, but she's a yeah, fast. Yeah, no, it's, um, it's. I'm just like the word the for the terminology time, of the time. Yeah. yeah, that she would be a fast girl or whatever. And in reality, she wasn't. But they just projected that on. They her. wanted you to think that. Mm-hmm. So then he treated her kind of like that. Yeah. And we found out um, he was he felt badly, but she kind of didn't regret. You know. Yeah, I was actually happened. trying to question what was the um, consent in that moment, but yeah, they both consented. So. Yeah. Um. And then also seeing how Atticus's relationship with his father is going to develop. Yeah, I want to see how that's going to happen because they're both. All three of them were inside the tunnel, right? The yeah, father, in the, in the Letty, preview. and Atticus. Uh-huh. 
So yeah, I'm guessing his him and his father's relationship are going to develop throughout the episodes to be more father-son than it is right now. Yeah. Because right now they just seem to be very contentious in general. Because mm-hmm, even when he... Well, when he first went to visit him in this episode, the father was passed out drunk, which yeah. makes sense. Cause I think before he left on his trip to Artem, yeah. he was an alcoholic, but now he also just Isn't he lost. still an alcoholic, though? Well, yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying, but he also just lost his brother. Oh. So the fact that he was, like, passed out in the middle of the day yeah. makes sense because he... They told you that he was abused because he's shown emotion in the past. Yeah, was he, he the father abusive or was he just a drunk? Did I think he was abusive that? too, but I think he was abusive because he was abused, which is not an, it's excuse, not an excuse yeah, at all, but it's like a pattern people, of people. yeah behavior. So because he doesn't know how to show his emotions, he um, probably like, you know, drinks them away yeah. or he hurts Atticus because um, he even like Atticus went to ask to stay with him and then he ended up leaving because... Yeah. You know, they almost got into it. Yeah, that part was a little bit weird. I was kind of wondering why he didn't stay with him. I think because he knew that if he stayed with him, it would have, yeah. just going to be arguing the whole time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so I'm interested to see how that further develops, especially with Uncle George not being there. Yeah. Kind of as the buffer Because he was kind of the glue to the family. Yeah. Like, even with the wife, she she, she kind of got tired of, of uh, um, Atticus. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But it makes sense because this is like the... The man who, you know, told her her husband's yeah. dead, he went on a trip with Atticus for the purpose of finding his father. Yeah. And he doesn't come back. So one it's thing, kind of like you're looking for someone to blame. Yeah. One thing that I kind of was kind of like a loose end in the episode was the um, kids from the Ouija board. Oh, yeah. What was that about? I, I know, see, like, the ghosts, <laughs> why the ghosts do that? I'm debating between it really just having been the kids and they yeah. were messing with her. And that being something that's going to come back because it literally just said George is dead, who is her father. Yeah. But then they showed the mother upstairs looking at that. Um, oh, the attic. They didn't go back in there either, right? No, they never went into the attic. Because I think the, the kids were playing. She went to the room with the astronomy set. Yeah, and the room with the astronomy set came back because that's where the two white men who broke into yeah. the house ended up dying. Uh, um, and... Yeah, so I'm just wondering if that if that was really just the kids messing with her and they were trying yeah. to set up that scene because they tell you at the very beginning of the episode that three people go missing. Yeah. And, you know, with it being in a white neighborhood and a lot of racism happening, you think it's going to be three black people. And I'm assuming if you're listening to this review, you've watched the episode already. Um, it's three white people who go missing. Yeah. And it's like a, a bait and switch almost. Yeah. Like you think it's going to be the black people that go missing, but it's really the white mm-hmm. neighbors that go missing because they want to be nosy. They want to be nosy. They Not want to be nosy. They want to just be racist. And harm them, and yeah. Harm and them. going in with bats and stuff. But they got got by the ghost. I mean, also, though, if I saw someone slicing goat's throats. No, I would, I would go probably check, too. I wouldn't even check. I'd just call the cops. Yeah, I mean, they were, you know, it was like voodoo plus racism. Yeah. Not a good combination. Um, no, but it was... Um, it being them that's going missing. And then I also think it's interesting because now with um, Christina in town trying to, she's she's like, I'm going to be the leader now, essentially yeah. of the cult. I'm going to be the one who finds Eden or whatever. And she needs to find those pages. And she knows that the pages are in the house or under the house. And I think it's interesting. Cause I don't even think that Letitia knows what's under the house. Knows no. how far, how deep the house goes like i said i think it's a spell that you have to go down that far i don't think yeah, it would even go down that far if it wasn't when it went down that far you saw yeah. those symbols similar to the symbols you saw the house. at the 
Braithwaite's house yeah, the Braithwaite in the house. second episode or the um in that town in the second episode. So you know that it's not just something that anyone can access. Yeah. Which begs the question of who even put the bodies down there. Down there because you know it wasn't wasn't Atticus, uh, Atticus and it wasn't yeah, Letitia. So but there was somebody on the elevator. There was no one there, though. That. No, huh? there was no one there. So no, there was somebody in the elevator. It was closing. Scene. Maybe they were invisible. No, it was like when um after maybe I remember. No, at the very end, there was the Not elevator the end, when the um when the elevator cut the guy's head off. I think there was someone on it that like. I think that might have been a ghost. Probably was a ghost. Yeah, I think it was one of those ghosts because I think that was the point where the ghosts were getting yeah revenge. But I think at the very end. There was no one on it. Or no, no, the, not at the end. There was anybody on it. But yeah. there's, there's something funny going on. Basically. Oh, for sure, yeah. Some fishy stuff going mm-hmm. on. And then you see how deep the tunnels yeah. under the house even go. Yeah, so. overall, this was my favorite. Personally, this is my favorite episode. I always like um, the haunting house kind of stuff more than I like the, um, I guess, the cultish stuff. I know a lot of mm-hmm. people like cults, so cult things tend to be very popular. But for me, I still like the typical haunted house so i like their take and maybe more like a whole movie like that like a nice black haunting movie because we don't get a lot of those yeah we don't especially like the way we re- would react to certain things is different than how white people would react to certain things i mean they was kind of reacting it was no they was they she was kind of white in this episode but i'm like i'm not investigating a noise by myself yeah but that's always like a, a a joke in in horror movies anyways you yeah, know what i mean or even is. like if you go to Something like a scary movie or something like that, yeah. where there it, it's become like a, a trope or whatever that black people and white people will react differently in yeah. different scenarios um, of like haunted houses or whatever. Because yeah. I really think I would just move, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not really going to investigate for too long if I think my house is haunted, if weird things are happening. And then I'm yeah, just gonna, I don't need to see too many weird things happen to me. I'm though. like, oh, I put a lot of money tied up in this. Well, I'm going to have to figure it out. Yeah, I'll take a loss on this. Day, I think I'd rather have my life than the money. Yeah, um, so, yeah, I think it's... Maybe that... Yeah, I think it would be, be an interesting subgenre to explore. What? Um, black haunted house. House movies? Uh-huh. I can't even think of any but this. Yeah, I'm what trying to think there? of some, too. Hmm. I can't think of any. Yeah, exactly. That's what I'm saying. It's a genre it's that a, you don't really... I'm sure I know there are some. It's just you know they don't come to mind. Well, the black horror films are right pretty. Away. I don't want to say new because you had the whole black like a lot of black horror films back in the day. Yeah. But the more modern take of what black horror is is kind of making a resurgence. So. Yeah, that's something I definitely want to explore those black um, horror films. Yeah. Because again, they're making a resurgence now, but you know they definitely existed. You had, I think a lot of them were kind of like jokey ones. I don't yeah, want to get too deep into it because budget. this is a. A love like borderline um, black exploitation kind of ones back in the day country episode, but you had like tales from the hood yeah. and you know um, you is Candyman considered a black car? I think the lead. I, think ca- I don't so. know if the lead character was black. I know that Candyman was. Yeah, I know Candyman's black. I thought it was a black car film. Maybe not. I really want to see that. Um, trying to wait for. So yeah, those were our thoughts on this week's episode of Lovecraft Country. We will be back later on this week with a new full-length episode, and then we'll be back next week with episode four of Lovecraft Country. Please remember to rate, review, subscribe wherever you can. Thank you, and goodbye.